This is Monday Morning Meditations number 125 on the Rising Man podcast with Jedi Azuma. Emotions can either be a powerful source of inspiration or pave the road to destruction. What's up, Rising Man family? Jetty Azuma checking in here again on another beautiful Monday morning, saying hello to you wherever you are in the world. Thank you for tuning in today. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you that all of our opportunities for you to become a bigger part of the Rising Man community, to challenge yourself, to lean in, to get more out of your life and become a bigger part of the Rising Man network are all living at risingman.org. We've got our virtual fire circles. We've got our 12-week Inferno team where you can come and jam with myself and Phil Gomez, level up your leadership, or you can come out and fast with us for four days and four nights on our Compass Initiations. This and so much more over at risingman.org. Go check it out today. All right, without further ado, today's Monday morning meditation is how to lead without letting your emotions lead you. How do you lead with emotions without letting your emotions lead you? This is a topic that has been so critical to my evolution as a man and as a leader, as a husband and as a father, and I still see guys struggling with this in every walk of life. Honestly, I'm still challenged by this too. So I felt like it was important to talk about emotions and where I believe they have their role for men in masculine leadership. When I first stepped into a men's circle, one of the messages I was given was, you cannot let your emotions lead your life. If you lead an emotional life, then you lead a life that is destructive, that is chaotic, that is stressful and anxiety inducing, not just for myself, but for everyone around me. I mean, we've all been there before. How many times have you been in a situation where everything's going just fine, you're moseying along with your day, and suddenly someone or something disrupts the harmony of your life? It could be a complaint from a partner. It could be one of your kids having a meltdown. It could be a disgruntled client or employee, something that just disrupts the harmony of your day. And what happens is it triggers an emotional response from us. It taps us into a feeling. That feeling could be anger. That feeling could be frustration. That feeling could be fear, sadness, grief, happiness, joy. All the full emotional spectrum is something that we don't actually have control over. Emotions are something that occur in our brain based on biochemical reactions that are giving us an indication of what's happening around us. If I see somebody that I love getting hurt, I'm going to have chemicals released in my body that make me feel grief, that make me feel empathy and sympathy for that person. Pain, sorrow, sadness. If someone or something in my environment challenges what I believe to be true or disrupts what I want to happen in my day, I might feel anger. I might feel aggression, some energy that an emotion that wants me to push that person out of my way. But the thing is, is that we can't control the emotion that we experience. I can't tell my brain to feel a certain way. I can't will myself to be happy just by thinking it or saying it, or deciding it. But the opportunity that we do have, because if we can't control which emotions we feel and when they arise, what we can do as leaders, what we can do as grounded and centered and conscious men is 
identify the emotion that we're having. Give a name, give an acknowledgement to the emotional experience, and from that place, choose which direction to go. So, going back to that same example, my day is going just fine, and my partner steps into the room and brings a huge problem and situation and plants it right in front of me. And not only that, projects all that energy onto me, trying to enroll me into the emotion that she's feeling. And I can feel the magnetism of that emotion pulling me in, wanting to suck me closer to the vortex of what she's experiencing. So I notice it and I catch it and I say, ah, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling angry that this disruption occurred in my day. I center myself, I ground, and I just name the emotion that I'm having. And then, since I've named it, since I can see it as an experience I'm having, not who I am or what has to unfold, I can choose how I want to be next. I can notice that, ah, okay, I'm feeling this thing start to emerge. It's coming up in me because of what's being presented to me by my partner. What do I want to do with that? What do I want to channel that emotion and that energy into? And then I can decide how I want to show up for my partner. That's where leadership comes in to the conversation. That's where I get to be a lighthouse in the storm of her emotions for her because I identified the emotion and I chose a different direction. Now, emotional content is useful. I think about William Wallace giving his speech before they charged into battle in Braveheart. I think about all of the dramatic movie scenes where we see a man pouring out his soul and enrolling everyone around him in that experience, but not ever compromising the safety or the trust that the people around him feel. How is that? How is that so? How can I share emotional content with the people around me and have an authentic emotional experience without making people feel unsafe? This is a conversation about presence. This is a conversation about building a foundation of trust. When you have a warrior who's demonstrated day in and day out, battle in, battle out over the course of many years, that he is capable, that he is trustworthy, that when push comes to shove and the rubber meets the road, that he is reliable and that he's going to show up and deliver, then that moment where he breaks through the armor and lets his emotion flow through, it's not going to compromise the trust that the people have in him. In fact, it's going to make that individual more accessible, more trustworthy to those people because not only is he reliable when they need him to be, but he also is human. And that's something that people who are looking up to that person can relate to. So emotions are important. And not only are they important, they're unavoidable. It's a part of the human experience. They're going to happen one way or the other, and they're beyond our control. I can't decide how I want to feel today. I can't decide which emotional experience is going to emerge from one moment to the next, but I can catch myself having an emotional experience. I can name it. I can claim it and identify what it is. And that gives me the power to redirect that energy towards something else. And in moments where I feel compelled to bust open my armor and reveal my heart to people, let them know what my grief looks like, what my sadness, what my anger looks like, and then return back to a place of center afterwards, that's what trustworthy leadership looks like. That's what generates safety. That's what generates integrity in a community. So lead with emotions without letting your emotions lead you. That's the game. 
I hope this message lands for you. It's a constant battle of mastery. This is a never-ending journey. Emotions are going to constantly come up. Our biochemistry is so powerful. So when you lose it and you come back and gather yourself in the aftermath and realize, damn, I missed an opportunity to do what Jetty said on that podcast episode, be gentle with yourself. But next time, ground yourself and do better to identify that emotion as it's coming up and then redirect that energy towards something else. Even if you only catch it one out of a hundred times, you're still making progress. And then eventually you'll catch it one out of 50 times and then one out of 10 times. You'll never be perfect with it. But as long as you're making progress towards leading with emotion instead of letting your emotions lead you, you're going to become a more dependable and reliable leader for your family, for your community, for everybody who looks to you for guidance and support. Peace out, familia. All right, y'all, for everything Rising Man related, go to risingman.org, sign up for our virtual fire circles, our inferno circles, or our next compass initiation, and level up yourself today as we get ready to roll into 2021. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us, as well as our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the rising man movement. Keep leaving those ratings and reviews. We do appreciate that. It goes a long way towards helping stoke the fires of this rising man movement. Shout out to my power team, Sean, Mark, Julian, Rowan, Ryan, and Roy. Thank you guys for everything you do. Much love to everybody out there. Stay blessed. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. 